Welcome back, everyone, to our Pitt High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Asaz here with my editor, Brian Linder. We hope everyone's having a great start to their week. Happy February. Happy Black History Month. Brian, we got a lot going on, man. National Signing Day. Michael Parsons is playing in the Pro Bowl. We got the Bengals and the Rams playing in the Super Bowl. Man, talk to me. Yeah, man. So we're recording this on National Signing Day. Um, you know, big day. It's Maybe this is one of my favorite days. You know, now it's, it's like so we talked about this in a different podcast. It's different now. You know, they have an early signing period in December. And we had some big mid-pin guys, Anthony Smith, Chippensburg, who went to Minnesota, Makai Flowers from TD East, who went to Penn State, and uh, Kyle Yeager from um, TD Central Dolphin, went to Sacred Heart. And, um, you know, we had a couple kids there that went. There's another kid. Who, who am I forgetting here, Nebby? Uh, December. Mario Easterly. Mario Easterly. Old Dominion. Mario Easterly went to Old Dominion. You mm-hmm. know, today we had another guy go to Old Dominion. Yeah. Taj Brody. Taj Brody. It's been an eventful day. And you're right, man. A lot going on. Michael Parsons is into pro ball. We covered mm-hmm. him in high school. Maybe some of these kids, you know, one day will be like that. He actually, Parsons just won the Buckets Award yesterday. Yeah. Which is given to the top linebacker in the NFL. So a lot of big stuff happening, man. How about you? How you been doing? I've been doing great, Brian. Like you mentioned, you know, Micah's playing in the Pro Bowl. Very big for someone in their rookie season in the NFL. Um, but I'm very excited for these guys, these signees that we have that, you know, revealed their picks today. Well, uh, the athletic directors got to us, you know, throughout the week to Penn Live. But, you know, it's a couple guys like Justin Cook, you know, who we were all waiting on his, his college choice. And we're going to get into these guys and, and shed some light into what schools they'll be committing to and signing with. Hey, you know, Real quick, before we get into the high school guys, we talk about former high school guys. We're giving love to Micah for the Pro Bowl. Mm. Noah Spence, that went to Bishop McDevitt, Harrisburg native. He'd been through some injuries and really stuck it out, fought back to get on the Bengals practice squad. You know, he played in two games this season. He likely won't play in the Super Bowl. But if the Bengals get a you know win, he's going to get a ring. A starter for them is Tyler Boyd, a wide receiver who was a, just a star you know, mm. coming out of um, Pittsburgh area. A big 33 guy, too. He keeps that big 33 streak going. So. Not just not just Micah. There's some other former high school guys from, from Pennsylvania who are in, in big positions going to the Super Bowl. Nick Scott is another one on the mm-hmm. on the Rams side. And like you mentioned, Brian, Noah Spence has definitely faced a lot of adversity. He was a standout at Bishop McDevitt when he was a senior. I was a freshman in high school. And he was just a man child on the field. But he went on to Ohio State, you know, had a good career before everything went down the way it did. Um, but I'm happy for him, you know, despite the fact that he may not get to play on the field. Um, it's, it's certainly an achievement and he's worked hard. He's worked his butt off to get to that point to where he's at. So shout out to him and, you know, the 717. Hey, here's another one for the Super Bowl besides Tyler Boyd and Nick Scott. Aaron Donald, right? Aaron Donald, man. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So, you know, big, you know, it's a good PA influence uh, on, on that game. Um, yeah. So it'll be interesting. It'll be fun to watch. Well, let's talk some high school because we are recording this on National Signing Day. You mentioned you started off with Justin Cook. Talk mm-hmm. to him. You know, he got a real slow start to his sort of recruiting, uh, despite his great season. You know, had 11 picks tied a near 50-year-old Harrisburg record. And then it kind of picked up over the last week. I know he told me he visited five schools last week. I think he ended five up days. with eight opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, he ended up going to East Strasburg as a wide receiver. Right. I like his speed and his quickness there. Had 49 catches, a little over 500 yards, four touchdowns. I know you saw him play some, too. I know you like Justin. Mm-hmm. Um I think that's a really good gift for you. He was an all-PA guy. You know, PSAC's a strong conference, um, but when you can come in and get a guy who, you know, we do an all-PA team, which is like an all-state team, maybe, you know, this, regardless of classification, that means we put Justin's season, 2021 mm-hmm. season, up there as one of the best in, in PA. 
and for East Strasburg to get him. I think that's a really good get for those guys. Absolutely. I agree with everything you said, Brian. You know, he got off to a slow start with his recruiting process. But like Coach Cal uh, mentioned, you know, head coach Cougars all season long, any team that gets him is going to be a special program. You know, he's a kid with a great head on his shoulders, excels in the classroom, can play both sides of the ball. After reading your story you did on him, I see that he's going there to play uh, receiver and potentially kick return. Um, But he's definitely someone you want on your team, you know, someone who's committed as someone who's going to give you his 110%. And that's something we've seen in the 2021 season. Talking about maybe some of the bigger signees from the area real quick. Here's a kid that's not a signee, actually. Ryan Russo. He's right. going to go to Rutgers, but he's, he's a PWO. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a preferred walk-on, which is you know, different from a walk-on. It's basically them saying, hey, we think you're good. We think you can play here, right? We want you to come on. We just don't have money for you right now. Right. Uh, and maybe they'll find money. I think they'll end up finding money for Ryan Russo because I think he's a heck of a player. He's like 6'2", 200 pounds, um, and uh, he had over 100 tackles. And you know a lot about him, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good gift for Ruck. Definitely. You know, and Ryan, along with Riley Robel, you know, helped put on a big season for McDevitt last year. They made it to the state title game. Unfortunately, they came up short. But, you know, any team that gets Ryan is extremely lucky. And for him to go to Rutgers – I think that, you know, he'll he'll earn his spot. They'll see something special. He'll get that money. And he'll put on for that program. You know, and for the folks to, you know, catch this up, you know, obviously it's going to come out after signing day. Uh-huh. Another guy signing Adam McDevitt is uh, Bryce Enders, who was a really good linebacker for them. He's going to go to Edinburgh and play fullback. The interesting thing about that is Eric Epler did a story on him. And I talked to Bryce a couple of weeks ago. He had some pretty good wrestling offers like right. Army and Kent State and stuff like that, bigger schools. He really wanted to play football. That's interesting, Darren. Another kid I'll mention is uh, Mill Foster, who's a really good wide receiver for them, uh, Division One type talent. From what I understand, talking to coaches and stuff in the program, Camille is likely going to end up going that JUCO route. But you figure, you know, when you get a player of his talent, you get to this point, you don't really see that he's committed to a big school or something like that, and it's perfectly fine. You know, right. Camille, if you listen to this, man, you got to go to that JUCO. You got to grind. Absolutely. Right. And you have the talent. You know, he, everybody knows the kid has the talent mm-hmm. to go play somewhere, you know, and, and, and do well. So you know, that's kind of what we're looking at for McDevitt. Absolutely. And like we talked about here on this podcast before, Brian, you know, the JUCO route is oftentimes frowned upon, but I feel like it's one of the best things that a lot of athletes can do coming out of high school. It gives you an opportunity to, you know, get things going in the classroom and invest in yourself, find out what it is you want to do. And at the same time, perfect your craft and get ready to play at that next level. Uh, Tajay Brody um, is the other big signing. We mentioned him out of the area from Middletown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm keeping it moving, Debbie, because we got yeah. a lot of names. Yeah. It's a big day, man. It's an exciting day. Definitely. This is life-changing stuff. Right. I'm going to see how now I'm getting off of, getting off on Tajay, Debbie. <laughs> Watch me do this. Yeah. I see so many guys get on uh-huh. kids about tweeting offers and stuff like that. Right. Stop that mess, people. It's okay mm-hmm. if a kid tweets out his offers. Right. It's okay if a kid's counting his offers. Right. Because you know why? Go look at the other stuff that other kids are tweeting out. Or if you are concerned about what a kid is tweeting out about getting a college opportunity, you can change his life and his whole family's life. And you're not concerned about some of this other mess these kids are tweeting and putting. You're worried about the wrong things. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just, you know, let's, you know, come on, man. I love Just the positivity. This is. Yeah, this is life-changing opportunities. So these kids should be excited about it. But uh, certainly. But anyway, Tajay Brody, Old Dominion. Mm-hmm. He's a kid that I ranked for a long time at defensive end. I like him better at defensive end. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not a college football coach. Right. Ricky Ronnie and those guys know better than I do. Michael Schuster is an assistant there who I think helped in the recruiting of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, he 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 was a all everything quarterback at Camp Hill who went on to Penn State and maybe and um and, and was a backup there and now he's a grad assistant or he actually may have moved up to a different title now under Ricky Ronnie. But that being said, they like Taj. I talked I talked to Mr. Brody last night. They like him as a tight end. I already talked to Zach Koontz, Camp Hill guy who went to Penn State, big time player here. And says Zach told him to come in ready to work, and he is. Um, and so I think he's a heck of a player. It's going to be really fun to see how, you know, we've had some good Old Dominion players from this area. Uh, Jojo Heaton has just uh, got got wrapped up there. Tajay's a great two-way player, man. And I, I like him at DN better. But like you mentioned, we're both not any college coaches. And I'm excited to see him go up there, play with, uh, you know, Mario Easterly, who's also a mid-pen player. Um, and, and Jojo Heaton, who had a stellar career there. Side note, I grew up with Jojo and played football and basketball with him. But shout out to Tajay. He's currently in basketball season two. And, you know, he's just a heck of an athlete. Uh, another big school. Keep it moving. Uh, CD East uh, is going to have, looks like, you know, six or seven guys right. go on signing day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's Muhammad Ali, who's going to Slippery Rock, the offensive lineman, Terrell Ford, the corner, who's going to St. Francis, mm-hmm. Andre Howerton, there's their center, who's going to Millerville, Cam Livingston. Mm-hmm. A fantastic guard for them is actually going to IUP to play defensive line. Marcel McDaniels, I know you like them a lot. They're, they're yeah. running backs going to Wheeling. Mm-hmm. Tony Powell, quarterback's going to Clarion, and Tamir Thornton. Receiver. Wide receivers going to Cal U. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Isaiah Scott is a guy who will also end up somewhere. I think he's got a couple of Division two offers now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, after after today, we'll see. Good group. Out of this group, McDaniel's was the guy who put up a lot of numbers. Two players in particular, I think, could really be uh, steals, especially in the PSAC, uh, and and have skill sets that even could elevate them to get opportunities after the PSAC. Our Terrell Ford, who went to St. Francis, is six foot, 170-pound corner nebby. He can run like the wind. He really only played one year of football. Really underrated kid, I think, as far as his skill sets go. And then Thornton. He's up to 6'6 now, 200-pound receiver who we know can run. We know he can jump, and we know he'll go get the ball. But he can run routes to, you know, 6'6", 200-pounders. That's a, just a different frame, and, and – um. Just gonna be really interesting how they develop. And I love Cam Livingston. This guy, Nebby, Nebby. Cam Livingston is six foot, 260 pounds. Yeah. He holds it's it down. It's very hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very hard, Nebby, to get into college, mm-hmm. especially at this level in the PSAC or at six foot, 260. They're not looking for mm-hmm. six foot, 260. Right. All right. They're looking for six, two, six, three, six, four. Mm-hmm. You know, and and here's Cam, and that's because he's he's a monster. He's a beast, smart guy too. When I look at the CDE's group, first and foremost, I give major props to Lance Dean for changing that program, turning it around. Their head coach in his first year did a great job. Shout out to the entire coaching staff. Like you mentioned, I think the PSAC is getting a lot of special players from the Mid Pen Conference this year, in particular CD East, right? And you 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 talk about a kid like Cameron Livingston, right? Six six on that D line. He's mobile too, you know. He's a heck of an athlete. Then you know my one of my favorites. I shouldn't say my favorite. One of my favorites from this group is Marcel McDaniel's. You know who also wrestles, but Marcel just plays with a with a heart of gold, right? He doesn't back down from anyone. He's a dog. And then lastly, Ty Marathorian. You throw that ball up, he's going to haul it down from wherever. You know, we saw that in, in particular when they played Chambersburg in one of the last games of the regular season last year. And he, you know, he's just pulling down touchdowns. And overall, the CDE's group was solid, man. And, you know, you go right right across to their rival, and they really have the second biggest group, Central Dolphin, 
Right. Nebby is going to have six kids. It looks like signed today. Mm-hmm. Um, this class would be headlined by Max Mosey, who's a quarterback. He led him to, you know, state title game is, I believe, a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's had a really good career for them, uh, going to Holy Cross. Um, and then um, their, their kicker, um, Aaron Stauffer, mm-hmm. kicker and punter, is going to go to Lafayette. He actually may compete some track events there, too. Max Mosey's a guy who, you know, he actually developed more as a runner as time went on. But, you know, when they went to that state championship game, he showed a, a type of coolness and calmness in the pocket, especially in pressure situations that you like to see from the quarterback position. I think he could be a good get for Holy Cross. Absolutely. Uh, you know, it's a nice little class for Central Ball. Absolutely. And he's one of those guys who doesn't waver in the thickness of situations. And I saw that a couple times this season. You know, he's having a standout basketball season as well with, uh, you know, Niagara commit Donovan Hill there on the basketball side. But Max Mosey's just, you know, an overall resolute athlete and on the football field, on the basketball court as well. Holy Cross is getting a special athlete. Uh, Cedar Cliff, their class is going to be headlined. Our offensive player of the year uh, for the mid-pin was Jonathan Morris. He ran yeah. for 2,100 yards, a whole bunch of touchdowns, a running back. Um, he is going to Millersville. His brother, Jaheim, was, is also a former uh, Penn Live Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, he's a running back there now, too. Timmy Smith's a running back there uh, who was a great player for Central Dolphin. So they don't really need a running back. Right. I'm not, I'm not necessarily sure Jonte is not a little bit more explosive than Timmy or, or Jaheim. And mm-hmm. I love those guys. So if they listen to this, they know that as players that I love what they can do on the field. but but you know what? Millersville likes Shante at corner, and he can mm-hmm. play that too. He's a right. six foot, 170 pound kid. And I got to say, Nebby, too, Millersville came in to the mid pen this year and, and got four or five kids. They got Jonte, they got Darian Thomas, played fullback. He's a defensive end, you know, for Central Dolphin. They got Ben Stewart, who was a pretty darn good lineman for Central, Central Dolphin. Dolphin. Yeah. Now, Andre Howerton, again, from, from CD East, they got him. So Millersville, I think, did pretty well in the area and, and outside of the area. Yeah, um, but that's where Jonte's heading, my man. Definitely, and Jonte, like you said, you know, wreaked havoc on the offensive side at, at running back position. But he he's a lockdown DB too, and you know, to consider that he sat out his junior season to an injury and came back his senior year and snapped in that 2021 football season. Jonte's just a special kid, hence why he received all those honors in the mid pen. His best lineman, Clyde Godno, is headed to Slippery Rock. That's the same place Muhammad Ali from uh, CDs East. said, and they're getting pretty good linemen. I talked to Muhammad Ali. He mm-hmm. told me him and Big Clyde might even be roommates up there. Um, tough. You know, and Slippery Rock also got Cohen Russell, former yeah. state college. You know, Michigan fans know him. Former state college guy who went on to Lackawanna, did really well there as a kick returner and things of that, that nature. He's a speed guy. Not very big, but he, he's going to head up to Slippery Rock from Lackawanna. Running through a couple of ones real quick. Chambersburg had Grant Hopple, a mm-hmm. uh, linebacker who I like. Um, go to Cal U. James Lilly, uh, that's a kid who really wanted it, Nebby. He was always reaching out to me. I think a lot of things developed for him late in the process, um, but he is going to go to St. Francis, it looks like, as a tight end. So mm-hmm. happy to see that for him because I know he wanted it. Uh, Cumberland Valley had Braylon Stair, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, go to Lebanon Valley College. Here's an interesting one, Nebby. Cyberg is – I'm from South Carolina. I'll, I'm mispronouncing the name. <laughs> I, I like to try to – Hey, Brian, you know yeah. what's crazy? Cy's yeah. uncle is my barber. Yeah. Twitter. <laughs> yeah. How am I saying Am I saying it right? What's his, Cyro Burgos. All right, there you go, Burgos. You know, he is one of the faster players in the mid He was a track guy. Uh, mm-hmm. He ran for – he averaged like eight yards of carry for East Kinsborough and ran for over 900 yards. Yeah. 
but he, he's a diminutive guy. You know, he's very, he's not big. He's a gnat, man. He's a little yeah. kid, you know, right. I'm a, not a little kid. Yeah. He's a man, though, he puts on those pads. And uh, yeah. I like the plan. He's going to go to IUP. Mm-hmm. And he said, IUP, one of the things he really liked is they're not going to play him a running back. They're going to mm-hmm. put him in the slot and try to get him the ball in space on. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and that's what you do with this guy because again, he's not big. I, I wouldn't want to be running him up in between the tackles. Yeah. But if you ask me if I want to throw him a quick bubble screen yeah. and see what he can do with it, okay, you know, or yeah. throw him a little quick little short pass. Yeah, let's see what he can do with it. Um, yeah. So I like that for them. Yeah, he can make some things shake certainly. And I don't know if you caught that, but like I said, I know Sai pretty well. His uncle is actually my barber, so I know the the Burgos family pretty well. Look, man. We got to be ethical. You can't be trying to trade in shout outs for haircuts and stuff. You can't do that as journalists. Yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. Okay. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> he, you know what? He tell him he can't hop on the podcast as a sponsor, you know? Yeah, sure. Yeah. We can get you <laughs> hey, hooked you know, up we too. Talked about, we talked about Justin Cook going to East Strasburg. They're getting another guy. Okay, yeah. they're getting uh, Zach Miller from Hershey, mm-hmm. 6'5", 285, plays hoops. You know, he's hitting turnaround jumpers. Um, Hershey has not been very good in football. Actually, you know, last year in the pandemic year, they were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they went like 5-0 and oh at one point. Um, right. But they've had, you know, they, they, they were bad this year. They weren't good. I mean, it's no secret. You know, it's tough. Uh, but Zach Miller is a 6'5", 285-pound kind of athletic lineman. He might have flown under the radar a bit. I always say they'll find you. No matter where you're at, but he might have flown under the radar just a little bit with the season they had. He's going to East Strasburg too. I mm-hmm. think that's a nice get for them as well to go with Justin Cook. I think they got two of the better uh, players who were left out in this mid-pin class after the early signing day. I agree. Michael Jones, heavy mm-hmm. Mechanicsburg. I want to mention this guy, okay? We didn't write a lot about Michael Jones during the season, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Jones is 6'6 and 285, and he's going to go to Cornell which means that he's probably smarter than me. He's probably smarter than you. Uh, <laughs> I believe. And he's dang sure bigger than us. Yeah. Six and 280. Uh, and, and so, I, you know, anytime I see a guy and then I watch this film, and, and you know what? He kind of tossed some guys around. Mm-hmm. So maybe we didn't give him the love he deserved during the regular season or whatever. But I, I like his film. I like his frame. Big Mike, I think he – I think he plays hoops too. You know, I, I like those big guys that play hoops a little bit, Ned, because they get it nimble, right? Yeah. Played against those football players who who play hoops. There's something about it, man. Like, and then especially with the tight ends, like you know, mm-hmm. Antonio Gates kind of said that mold, right? But right, maybe mm-hmm. when these big guys play hoops, there's something about it. they get a little bit of footwork to them and stuff. Yeah, you know? definitely. You know, and that, it translates both on the football field and the basketball court. You know, you got dudes like Anthony Smith, who's a tight end that plays well in hoops. Michael Parsons and Damian Barber can hoop a little bit for Harrisburg. You know, they're football guys, so definitely shows your versatility. Tajay Brody, another uh, one. I think we pretty much run through the mid-pin guys from this class. I will say, we mentioned Cohen, uh, another guy that I wanted to mention. People should remember this name is Ronald Kent Jr., who was a former Harrisburg star. Mm-hmm. He went off Nebby to Western Carolina. He's been there four years, and he had a really good career there. He actually left Western Carolina, entered the transfer portal, and he left there at second all-time in program history in pass breakups, 28. Guy second behind is Willie Williams, who Steelers fans will know well. He was a really good corner for the Steelers for years, and Played for the Seahawks after them and in, in NFL. Ronald had a really nice career um, and gave him four years, but he has one year left. And he left there and committed to Central Michigan. 
which is also where Dante Kent, another former Harrisburg standout, placed corner and was just a freshman All-American pick. Um, so that's an interesting development as well. Yeah, man, the, the Kent family out of Harrisburg produces athletes. Their older brothers, uh, Desmond and Jalen, were very good on the football field as well. So shout out to Ron and his brother. And I, I look forward to them teaming up, man. That family's special. So you know what? I mean, that's pretty much it for there. There's still some guys who are out there. Sam DeLuca mm-hmm. as a linebacker from Mechanicsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I actually talked to Brad Zell last night about our guy Carson Garvey, and he mm-hmm. said Carson had some looks, but Carson uh, is – not expecting to play at the next level. He just kind of wants to move on. That mm. happens. Yeah. And if he doesn't have, you know, if you don't want to do that, Carson, if you listen, you don't want to do that. Hey man, respect, you know, absolutely better to better to, you know, if you don't want to do it, it's fine. Um, yeah. it's not for everybody, but he certainly had the talent. Tate Leach is a guy from Middletown. I think he's got a bunch of offers from like around the PSAC and mm-hmm. different division two and division three schools. Not a very big guy, but he, Tate he plays like three play. sports, man. I tell you another guy who I've been talking to, who I really like, I think is really under the radar. I think he got a Shippensburg offer, a couple, maybe one or two other schools by now. He has not committed. He was thinking about maybe doing it today, but that will be coming in the next few weeks. It's Anthony Mansfield. He's a wide receiver from Palmyra. Anthony Mansfield had like five or six kicks returned in 2020 for touchdowns. He is a sprinter too. He's really fast. He's six foot, you know, 175, 180. Palmyra did not, you know, have the best of luck the last couple of seasons either on the field, but you can't teach guys to run. You know, mm-hmm. you, you can to a certain extent, but not like Anthony Mansfield can run. And he's not a small guy. And I think that somebody's going to get a pretty good guy, a pretty good guy upside wise uh, when he commits. So there's still some guys out there in 2022 looking for places to go, but it's also now we say football season never ends, right, Nebby? Never ends year round. So what do we do now? We turn the page to 2023. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ask them, you know, we're already got to, you know, look, offers are already going to start going out. Yeah. You know, um, you know, as soon as the things open back up again here, and we have guys in the conference already who have some pretty good offers. You got like Marquise Williams figures the headline in our class next year to run back for Bishop McDevitt. Riley Robell. Yeah, Riley Robell is already getting some nice offers for Bishop McDevitt, defensive tackle. Uh, Gabe Barino, their offensive tackle out of Bishop McDevitt. We got Terrell Reynolds out of Harrisburg. You know, Terrell doesn't have an offer yet. Kyle right. Williams does not have an offer yet. Both of those guys, Harrisburg, really nice players. Amir Jones got his first offer. Nice size DB from Harrisburg. Makai Hopkins. Makai Hopkins got his offer. You know, mm-hmm. the Mack truck, you know, he's 6'1, mm-hmm. 240, running back, linebacker. Yeah, your other sincere Bowers is their backup running back in the Devitt, I think. Mm-hmm. And play it at the next level. I've been watching his film. He ran for over a thousand yards as the backup. So we'll get into that in a future podcast. But you know, it's I think it's gonna be another exciting year next year. We had some good guys go this year. We didn't name everybody that signed. Overall, some good guys. Anybody else you want to mention, Debbie? Anything coming to mind about this year, next year, signing day, Super Bowl parties? anything. <laughs> well, first and foremost, I do want to mention, since you brought up Aaron Donald early in this podcast, you heard it here first. The Rams are taking the Super Bowl. Odell Beckham is going to get his first. Shout out to the Rams, man. But <laughs> aside from that, Brian, I think we, we did a great job with the coverage. Um, You know, it's National Signing Day here for those listening across Central PA. And good luck to all these athletes at the next level. This is a life-changing day for a lot of families, a lot of young men and women. You know, because this is a football podcast. We didn't mention the other kids who, you know, are signed to go places. 
but uh, it, it's a life-changing day for a lot of families. This is a great day. It's always one of my favorite days to uh, to, to go to work. You know what, Nettie? Yeah. I think we got a podcast. I think we got a podcast. And for all of these PA High School Football Report podcast fans out there, make sure you tune in to Penn Live. We got basketball season wrapping up. We got swimming. If you're a swimming fan, that's got to wrap up. They're about to go into the postseason. But subscribe for all of our exclusive content. Be sure to follow Brian Linder at Sports by B Linder on Twitter. You can follow my Twitter handle at NSIS. And yeah, that's it, man. See you. See you next week, folks.